Alright, you're here with Jessica Jamboree for our second installation of the Biology Podcast. This one is on concussions, what they do to you, what they are, how they can affect your day-to-day life. Of course, it's me, your host, Sam Tremaine, Luke Stevens here on my right, Caden with that mic, and Tyler uh, Beasley on tomorrow. Alright, so uh, leading it off. Uh, the definition of a concussion, mild brain injury that briefly impairs neurological functions. So um, when we're talking about concussions, we're usually talking about like events, like usually violent, like uh, somebody motor- getting smashed in the head with a brick. Sure. Uh, motor vehicle accidents. Penetrating injuries, sports injuries, and falls. Anything with a big blunt force trauma to their head. It's knocking you around. Exactly. Uh, basically, um, your brain, like, hits, like, your skull. And, it, like, and like that's just not good. It's not something that you Causes want. Causes a bruise on the brain. Yeah, right? pretty much. Brain bruise. <laughs> and, um... Like, concussions are really common in, like, athletics because, like, you'll see it in, like, kids a lot, too. Like, it's, like, estimated that, like, 300,000 youths are affected by it every year. And, um, like, it's, like, it's known that, like, children heal, like, slower from that kind of things than adults do. So, it, it can be, like, really dangerous for them. Um, like, concussions have, like, varying degrees, like, mild, like, they may or may not make you unconscious for, like, a brief period of time, um, like, but there's, like, a wide range, it could be, like, almost nothing to, like, really bad, and, like, you could experience, you know, death, and, uh, yeah, um, a severe concussion is considered an emergency and requires an extended period of time for recovery. Now, Tyler, you've given us the basic definition and talked about what a concussion is, how you can get it, what it can do to you. Do you know of any, um, are there any, like, uh, like medically speaking, are there any things we can do to prevent concussions? Uh, yes, Sam, there is actually. Um, Fantastic. I was talking about, um, like, how these things can happen in motor motor accidents. Um, like, for small children especially, uh, you know the use of booster seats? Uh, like, I do. Having, having, like, a proper, like, booster seat, like, up to standard and, like, safe for your child is, like, really important to make sure that they don't experience any head trauma. Um, like when they're riding bikes or skateboards or whatever just having fun like helmets can help a lot uh reduce reduce some of the shock of that and uh like playgrounds like around the world should be kind of made of more soft materials like like mulch or sand like grass and dirt can like really like damage like a small child Understood. Anything else to add, Tyler? Are we going to move on? Uh, I think we're ready to move on, Tim. All right.
Caden, you're up next. What do you have to tell us about concussions? Um, so I'm just going to be touching on, like, concussions in sports. <clears throat> and so Tyler's, like, talking about different kind of, uh, like, symptoms and, like, the grading of um, concussions. So at first, they were actually thought to be, like, kind of mild injuries, like, with not really any long-term consequences. Something that didn't really matter. Just just a little bump on the head, right? Yeah, but as science expanded and grew and we have better technology, we were able to find out that that's actually not the case. And wow. they actually made a movie on that about how football impacts. Um, I've, I only remember. So this actually happened this weekend, but my friend Mitch, he got... He went in for like a tackle in a soccer game and like and just a simple elbow like hit him in the forehead but he went down and actually left the game and then turned out to have a concussion and he couldn't play the rest of the weekend so that's maybe why they were thought to be simple injuries but um over time and with time we are you're able to like heal a concussion um concussion rates have increased by more than 16% each year in both genders, um, starting in 2005. And <laughs> when you get a concussion in a sport or something, why is it so important that you uh, you take a breather for a little bit? You don't do any heavy physical physical activity or get back in the game. You just kind of hang out, maybe avoid electronic screens, just chill on your couch, read a good book. Well, it's sort of like a migraine, I guess. Like. When you have concussion or migraine, you want to, you're gonna want to, basically live like an Amish lifestyle almost. Like you're gonna want to sit in the dark, because any like bright light. Oh, Amish people. <laughs> Amish people just sit in the dark yeah. in their house, don't do anything all day. Um, I mean, you're just gonna want to stay away from bright lights and like lar like large sounds to help like calm down your brain from taking in too much Love me um, some large sounds definitely no large lamps <laughs> so um, really it's lamp. just kind of like a personal comfort thing but, but there's it's not possible like to worsen your concussion by staring at a lamp exactly okay hold on um this this one major case back in 2007 with the NFL, uh, this NFL player named Andre Waiters, he um, he actually committed suicide at the age of 44 because his brain was similar to that of an 85-year-old once an autopsy was done on him, and that was so all of these all of these injuries that had hit his head and maybe even possibly untreated just really affected his brain negatively this and an ended up football player right yes all right and um so the nfl is definitely a big topic Ugh. for concussions um and like how much helmets are actually protecting and just all the physical activity that goes into it mm -hmm. and um one of these, the suicide topic actually leads into Luke, what he will be talking about. Up next with Luke Stevens. A new study came out that has linked concussions to increased risk of suicide. Uh, this is due to a survey with 1,044 retired players from the American National Football League, or the NFL, 
which found a ninefold increase in subsequent depression for those with multiple concussions. Now, Luke, is there any, um, is this simply like a, a qualitative survey taken from these NFL players, or is there any kind of like a brain chemistry scientific, like a change, a chemical imbalance or something that can be caused from <laughs> multiple and repeated concussions and head damage, something that would physically or scientifically alter your brain chemistry to produce this or is this simply just uh some nfl players like our boy andre rest in peace talking about um their brain damage and how it has led to them being in a depressive state luke um as far as that goes the study is unclear it studied uh retired nfl players that had multiple concussions mm-hmm. which Almost all of them had depression that had increased, like, that had resulted in the increase, the ninefold increase of depression in those, like, who weren't in the NFL. So, depression in turn will lead to suicide if not taken care of. And due to this, the suicide rate of former NFL players has gone up over the years. So... I also have so. Like, so what? Do you have anything else to add? I mean, any more statistics? Any more information? Um, is this depression? Is it? I mean, this is kind of something hard to uh, think about. But is it like? Is it the same as like your standard depression, or is it like a special concussive depression? Uh, I think it's just normal depression. It's said. just it's just depression that's caused by uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Oh, there we go. Encephalopathy. Is that just what does encephalopathy mean? Encephalopathy is a broad term for any brain disease that alters brain function or structure. So, uh, yes, concussions do somewhat alter brain structure, and can cause like a dementia type brain disease. Which in turn can lead to like an increased rate in suicides. So that's what's been going on in the NFL over the recent year, recent years. Due to the like heavy concussion rate in the NFL, most players uh, uh, like develop a dementia type brain disease and a chronic traumatic encephalop- encephalopathy, which results in rash suicides. So just their their brains tell them they're tired of living and they get really depressed so like for example in 2012 a player from the kansas city chiefs joven belcher shot his girlfriends shot Question. his girlfriend okay plural? i said i said an ass on accident oh, one okay. girlfriend I'm, I'm sorry i didn't mean to, to bust you i'm just curious okay continue and then he drove to his team's training facility where he shot himself in front of his coaches and his staff after his body was exhumed and he was discovered, he was discovered to have been suffering from CET, CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, encephalopathy, which is just brain trauma linked to concussions, which can like mess up your brain. So if you or a loved one are ever suffering from concussions, if you have a mild concussion, you don't really need to take any treatment. Um, if you have a moderate concussion, you're just going to want to rest and hope that time and let time uh, take care. But if you have a severe concussion, like... Please visit the hospital. Yes. Uh, you're going to want to have your neck immobilized and your head stable. And um, 
yes, concussions are a big topic in the NFL and other um, sports in the world. Um, that these can go unnoticed and affect you um, on the long run, and can be sad for a lot of players or and families around the world. All right, that's it with us today with the Jessica Jamboree. Um, until next time, we'll be back at it again with another podcast. Good night.